0: Hey, thanks for tuning into to another episode of Born and Raised Audio Experience. Pretty stoked on this episode. We're at turkey camp. We kind of reflect on hunting turkeys, similarities of elk hunting. I know, Trent, you're going to hate this one, but that's uh, part of the deal. So sit back, relax, enjoy. And a huge thanks to Onyx Hunt app for making this thing possible. If you guys need and don't have the app, Use promo code BRO, save yourself 20% at checkout. So, with that, here you go.
1: Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience, presented by Onyx.
2: Like, can you hear me breathing? I don't want to be that guy. You could be that You could very well be that guy. You should be whatever guy you (laughs) want to be.
0: (laughs) You do you. You do you. You do you. (laughs) You do you I'll be be honest, I was shocked I didn't hear you snoring this morning. I'm the real dude. I was scared. I'm like, (laughs) 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 I came up, I walked over to his bedroll two different times. Morning, Trent. Like, I drove in. At five this morning. It's out. Realize, no movement. 445. 445. No, n- nothing. <laughs> Came back again, finally kicked him. Did you? Still no movement. And I'm like, that sleep apnea killed him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're dead. We're dead. We're dead. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> no. When I finally wrestled Cody, I was like, oh, dang it. Yeah, oh, son of a gun.
0: Sleep apnea. Oh, my first question. Trent, did you ever think you'd get up at 5 a.m. to go hunt turkeys? Oh goodness! <laughs> it's the second worst thing I could ever think of. <laughs> what was the first? I don't know. There's got to be something. There's got to the be something. <laughs> <Duck laughs> <There's hunting>. something. <laughs> got to be something. Oh One no!
1: Time, I had to drive all up to Portland to go, duck hunting.
3: That, that was actually pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. We were having breakfast, uh, breakfast sandwiches in the blind. Anyway, guys, we're, we are here. Uh, welcome back. We're, we're, we're firing back up the podcast. We are going to come at this, uh, full speed ahead. So anyway, if, if we've taken a little hiatus off on the podcast and now, now we're coming back. Um, this is, uh, born and raised audio experience today. Or tonight actually is a pretty special night because we've we've actually kind of done a on location corona virus fully separated what's it called uh, social social distancing. distancing our first camp and um, man it feels good to get out tonight. Uh, Cody, will you introduce our special guest?
0: Well, a uh, good friend of mine met him in college. First time I ever saw him, he was sitting in his Toyota single cab, black Toyota, just wailing on a duck call. Turns out he's a world champion duck caller. And uh, anyways, he's been on the podcast for been on our... Not me. I was talking about our guest. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. uh, Mr. Okay. Strand oh, made the trek down to join us in our turkey slash bear combo camp spring spring hunting yeah At the camp. yeah no, it's, it's awesome
1: uh, awesome first afternoon as well
0: yeah I'm glad i made yeah. the trek down here it's yeah you, not, you, you missed all the bad stuff early in the day <laughs> yeah to get yeah, on you just show up tonight. and just
3: hollywood this thing we're used to trevor doing that kind of stuff you know so
0: then we got the one and only t-ball mr troy oh, yeah. ball, who had an epic night tonight as well
2: yeah very good night it was, it was very awesome fun. it was awesome
3: so how do we want to start this off? I mean, do we want to start it with just kind of the, let's, I, I, think we just go around the group and, and kind of talk about just like this spring a little bit and what it's, how this thing has kind of panned out. Um, obviously it's state by state where, uh, coronavirus, everybody's, you know, going through the same stuff, I think, and, and not sure what the next, what the next move is going to be as far as. I hear a lot about Washington, you know, and they they can't even hunt. They can't. Sucks. They can't hunt, they can't yeah. fish, they can't do anything. Um and, and it's mixed views, I think from everybody as far as I don't
0: know. I don't know. I It's I, it's I mean it, in in reality, it's the most uncertain time in the American history. we uh, worse unemployment rates the great depression and i mean some yeah. of those so it's definitely a weird strange time but also out here like you f- have some normalcy i would yeah you no, know i totally no agree. cell service
1: yeah this um, has been the most normal of things i've felt in a long time That's eric because you, you live up yeah.
3: by portland yeah right yeah. and it's what is what is the feeling like as far as from where you live and
1: you know, where we're at, um, I work in Portland, so I'm, I'm there a lot, um, I kind of get the feeling that people are, are starting to lose a little bit of faith in the effectiveness of, of the quarantine. You think so? And they're starting to starting to question, you know, the the actual economic impacts of what's going on and, um, you know, without any, any dates or any, the, the, the uncertainty is exactly sure. what's, well, that's sure. what's kind of driving there right now. Nobody yeah. knows how long it's going to last, what the speed. The right. There's a fall. framework, but yeah. there's no
0: like, here's stage one and this is when it happens and
3: triggers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. And that's, I think the tough thing, especially with anything like this, and, and I've been through it before, like earlier in my life with certain things that have went on, um, bad things have happened and everybody wants someone to blame, right? Everybody wants a scapegoat to say, okay, all right, well, well, who did this or, or who's responsible for this? But now I think it's just like, all right, you're telling us these things and you're telling us we have to wear masks, or you have to do this or social distance. All right. So why, you know, and it's just like, everybody wants this person that they can point to or this, this subject that they can point to and just be like, well, when are we going to get open back up? And when are we going to be able to bring our lives back to normal? And there's, there's no answer to any of that. Nothing. I mean, it's just like every state is different. Every pretty much counties different as far as cases that have had the virus and stuff like that our county still has not even had a virus like well, that. our we'll hospital. Look at it this
1: way. I mean we're pretty fortunate right now with springtime that we're able to still travel within our state and um, yeah. yeah. but if this is fall we're not going to Idaho. We're not to going you, to Montana. Yeah. We're not traveling outside of our borders. Most we're not going to wash. I mean there's a lot of hunts that are getting canceled. A lot of things that are changing really
3: fast.
0: No, uncertainty for sure. Yeah. But
3: I think that's coming. That's that's next. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I guess that's the uncertainty that I'm kind of talking about as far as what, what's going to happen this fall. Yeah. Is it going to last that long? I
0: don't, I don't know.
3: <laughs> I sure. appreciate you. Appreciate you. Sure yeah, well, no, I mean, it's just, it's one of those <laughs> yeah. times
0: it's um, like we're, Eric and I were talking, we both put in for Wyoming this year, Hmm. awaiting draw results, thinking, well, maybe, you know, I mean, especially with Wyoming, they had the opportunity, people can change their application up till May 1st. So maybe people are going to pull out. Maybe the draws are going to get better this year. If we do draw, can we actually go? You know, I mean, there's just all that um, uncertainty, per se. Yeah. No, I would would totally agree. I know I'm certainly having a good time here on the mountain. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm on a full-on fledged hook line sinker. Oh, boy. Spring (laughs) gobblers. Oh, boy. Bulls of the spring.
2: Bulls Uh, of the spring. Okay,
0: okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, on. Wow. Bold words were just spoken. Wow, bulls of the spring. Tonight's, I'm telling you, though, I'm not going to, like, give too much away, but tonight's experience was just like an elk hunt in the same realm of you get kicked in all day or all week and things aren't happening things aren't happening and they're like hey let's park at this gate and walk up here you literally fire up there you make it was their second call of that whole road system all the way up there bird and everything changes just like that and it is Or you could have just been like, ah, there's no birds and not even gone up there and, you know, not had that experience. You know, and it's just like when you're out in the woods, if you put a little effort in there, yes, it can be a grind at times. And you're just like you feel like you're running into dead end, dead end, dead end. And all of a sudden, boom, you break through that wall and you're just like, whoa, this is the craziest experience. And I would never would have thought this would have happened here or now or anything like that. And uh yeah, There's I always just, a
2: chance, right? There's
0: yeah. always a chance. Yeah. yeah speaking
2: yeah. of uncertainty. You know? Yeah. It's like a positive one right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um no, I mean and it it I, I said it tonight in the videos like it literally only takes one. Yeah. And in an in a turn of five minutes, it can go from not a great experience to you know, an amazing experience. So yeah, absolutely. Today yeah. was the first
3: day turkey hunting honestly in my own state that i've ever done honestly like turkey hunting yeah. you know it really was uh, i went with thp last year to wisconsin and and got to hunt with them for just a couple days um anyway we didn't end up getting a bird but learned a lot and and kind of went through the motions and and saw their enthusiasm for it and and it's something definitely to feed off of as far as that goes because everybody there, there's as elk hunters, I think as primary elk hunters, Cody grew up turkey hunting and doing a lot of that stuff. But as for my realm as primary elk hunter and you get these two, you've get a, you get a, you know, a 20 pound bird compared to a 600. 645 pounds, 300 inches of horn elk a lot. And it's like, wow, does that how does that even major up? Yeah. But even like today. So we got out this morning and it's like all right, well, you know, let's go do this and it was uh it was kind of rainy this morning, drizzly and <laughs> not
0: ideal, not <laughs> ideal. <about laughs> it <laughs> wasn't awesome sec- apparently. I don't the know. second worst uh, conditions you could have. Sure. But yeah. at the
3: same time, what would what we just talked about it only takes one, right? Yep. It's it's that whole if if you're out there and if you're if you're shooting, there's a chance, right? So anyway, and it was we got a we got a gobble going. You know, right off the bat this morning, and we got close. But the similarities that you talk about, I totally noticed those. I totally noticed those. Like, they're just up over that ridge. We can't move right now because they're too, you know. It was like, but we want to get closer to them to see if we can't close that distance. I mean, the similarities are
0: definitely Definitely. The match Oh, side of it. I don't care how yeah.
3: you think about it. They're definitely there.
0: Yeah. Definitely there. Yeah, the coolest thing, though, is you don't have to check the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty yeah. No, that is generally. weird, because yeah.
3: Yeah. every single time, like when I was talking to you, you were filming me today, and I was shooter today, and um, anyway, I'm and I'm looking over at you, like, well, what if they circle around this way? But you were like turkeys usually don't do that they usually either come in or they don't come in you know it's not like they're circling the only thing
0: there is topography or like or what obstructions of brush or anything like that we had some windfalls and stuff and
3: and yeah it, it was just it was awesome it was it was a boatload of fun and to match that up with like okay Cause usually spring bear stuff, we don't usually hunt. I mean, we hunt in the morning, but our success is from that five o'clock hour on. Honestly, it's that afternoon time. And it's just been, it's awesome because we can turkey hunt all morning as much as you want, go around and gobble and yeah, do the, day. you know, clucking and stuff like that. And then bear hunt in the evening which we did today and it was just like it was a complete day of springtime awesomeness
2: maximum spring maximum <laughs> springtime
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah no definitely definitely so but um eric tell me about your day
1: this was great man i got down here what time did i get here like three o'clock or so you guys rolled in about four four thirty yeah and uh i was trying not to fall over my chair because i was taking a nap and uh yeah you guys rolled in and we got right right after it that about half awesome. an hour later we we're up on the mountain and and we spent probably the first two or three hours striking out nothing yeah didn't hear a thing got
0: chased by did, dogs in the middle of the woods chased so it was by awesome. dogs,
1: saw a bunch of deer a couple elk and then uh, things changed there right before dark but yeah good good drive down here and uh i, I brought the nice weather cause now it's, oh man now yeah it's, yeah, nice
3: yeah you did
0: it was touch and go this morning. What? Uh, yeah. Give me a little bit of background um, on your turkey experience. What? What got you hooked? How long you've been hunting? Kind I, of that whole.
1: I started drinking. Um, I was fifteen and started turkey on public land up in northeast Oregon. Um, actually, up by of town of Halfway. Killed my first bird up there. Um, I was hooked from the from the moment I heard my first gobble. I mean, for me, it was one of those things where um, the hunt itself was all about the communication. I enjoy the calling aspect of it, and trying to figure out what triggers those birds to, um, because you're trying to reverse, you know, nature. In nature, the bird gobbles, hens come to him. So we're trying to reverse. Or we're trying to pull. Yeah, them.
0: he gobbles and struts exactly. Like, stand still.
1: He, yeah. he he displays. He gobbles. The hens come to him. He stands still. You know, it goes from there. We're trying to bring him to us. So it's that that reverse, and uh, yeah. that, that's what got me going. On. I mean, I just I love the the chase. So. But yeah, now, now I've had a chance to hunt full different states and all over the place, and I think my favorite though is public land mountain turkeys, just because there's so many variables that are out of your control. Um, you don't have to worry about fences for the most part. You don't have to worry about people feeding them. Um, they just act they act the way they're supposed to. And I think when you when it all comes together, it's
3: more rewarding, right? Oh, absolutely. I
1: mean, absolutely. You know, going into a spot where I don't know where the birds are, I haven't been able to scout them for weeks, or I haven't been driving by them every morning. Um, prime example today, we had no idea if there's even a bird on that, you know, right. that hillside. Right. So that's that, that's half the fun, is trying to find them and then putting together a plan, taking the birds' temperature, trying to figure out what what pushes his buttons, what gets them fired up, what pushes them away. You know, today it was it was one of those things where not saying much was what really. Worked. I mean, Close the deal. Get him just fired up enough to where he's one more and then just going completely silent.
3: Someone's going to tie this back into Elk Cunning, aren't they? <laughs> I was,
1: I was <laughs> <laughs> someone was looking at
0: that. Hey, going,
3: I, I, I was, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you. Oh, that's no, you. I mean, no, no, no. What, what, I guess that my biggest uh, thing coming into camp tonight, because we all met back at the end. Troy and I were uh, by ourselves and then, and then Eric and Cody were by themselves, but it came back, and Cody actually said, which kind of, it it was, it was cool to hear as far as he's like, man, I learned a lot from Eric tonight, and I don't know, I would like to, because Cody's hunted turkeys, killed a bunch of them, and uh, I've been mean, t- taking a lot of people turkey hunting and stuff, and what did you learn tonight as far as, like, that you didn't
0: uh, I think before, what? Well, no. I mean, my my biggest thing is I I always start with lo, like a shot gobble locator call, and that was Eric's last resort. So you because this morning
3: hunting with you, it was uh, uh we do a goose call, yeah, and they got they I mean they gobbled back, yeah, you know, and, and stuff. then
0: then I would then I would yell, and it, I think the approach, and, and I asked him why, and it makes I. Like you so said, he goes, maybe this is right, maybe it's wrong. I don't know. It's just the way I, I do it. He's soft call, start. It's like maybe that bird's close, and he'll react to that. Then it's a little bit louder. Then it's a little bit louder, a little bit more aggressive, you know, going through the stages. And then I'll pick up the goose call what up, bird? and hammer it. Well, today I hammered a goose call and watched a gobbler literally run away. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, when we first saw that bird and backed up. Yeah. But do you it could have seen us before. Yeah, but it was literally at the same exact time that all happened.
2: It also probably pinpointed that loud note right there. Yeah. And then we're standing there.
0: Um and so Yeah. yeah, that was one um I've been on the very I used to call a lot and then now I've since I've came up here, I've literally tried to, like, scale that back tremendously and yeah. not call much at all. This morning, we went
3: 10 minutes in between calling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, something I was taught probably 10 plus years ago that was a huge takeaway for me because I, I, just, I like to hear myself call. I like to hear birds gobble. Mm-hmm. Well, if a bird is gobbling just nonstop, he's gobbling because he wants me to come to him. So, it sounds great. Oh, man, this bird's fired up. He's gobbling like crazy. But nine times out of ten, if I just keep calling back at him, all he's going to do is just keep gobbling. He's going to stay in the same place, you know, strut, gobble, stay there. I was told, hey, be, be part of the day. Don't be the day. So, instead of trying to just, you know, make things happen and call aggressive and call loud and try to always push the envelope, try to be subtle and get those birds, you know, tr- try, to, try to trigger something in their... Biological makeup that says, "Okay, I need to go find that hen, but don't don't just go crazy." Yeah, I I learned a lot from that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and so, yeah. I mean, I think that there's times like when you can like turn it on, hammer on him, get him fired up, and then then he's he knows there's a hen. Okay, I'm committed. That's awesome. Then you shut up, you know. And I've been very just like, and then I'll just sit quiet for quite a while right uh, even if they gobble i didn't hit him again and um tonight you know that bird eric er, he grabbed actually a slate call mm-hmm. which was it's just had a different tone it sounded really really solid and it was literally like burr, burr, burr. and it, i think it was like your first yelp <laughs> the bird hammered and then yelped again hammered again and then I think gave it just a little bit yelped through it, and I think he doubled or triple gobbled off of that, and it was like, okay, we better find a spot to set up. I, I yelped
1: through his gobbling, yeah, and that just blew his mind. Like I drove, drove nuts. He, I think, yeah. he doubled three times of that, yeah, and then stopped.
0: So if
3: they yeah. double triple gobble, you know, it's the well, real deal. Gobbling, or, or
1: a lot of times the the tendency is when you hear a gobble, to stop yelping or stop calling. So you're like yelp 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 gobble stop. I just kept yelping. The whole way through. Right through. And for whatever reason, that just he came on And he got yeah. like three times back to back to back. And then we stopped.
3: So down. in the way Oh, this hurts me so bad. So in the way, <laughs> so, in the way so in the way. This this yes. it's just so painful. It's it's oh. it's still uh, honestly, it's an emotion thing, right? It's it's pushing their buttons, seeing what they don't want to hear, and I didn't even bring up Elk at all.
0: No. <laughs> didn't hey, even bring up Elk one. at all.
3: Emotions. Yeah. Emotions. Yeah. Bullet so, dodges. No, but correct. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like you're trying to figure out what... What's going to trigger him. What that? is going yeah. to trigger him. Yep.
1: Yeah. And when you blow it all down, I mean, that's why we like
0: Elk and too. It's the same thing. 100%. It's, it's a communication. Yeah. You
3: know? Yep. It's that intimacy. It is. Rather than, you know...
0: It's a dance. I mean, you know, in some birds, you you can come in there and swing in the kitchen sink at them, and other ones, you I, I think you've got to, you can't. And Slow play. I mean, yeah, exactly. I think that, that's, and like I said, the intensity level when something comes in, yeah, when a bull breaks a branch and you that stick pops and it's 40 yards, and it's like, okay, he's going to come out here. The excitement of that is not the same as a gobbler coming whoa, in. Whoa, I, I whoa. I'm saying. But I, I've sh- I shook super bad this year a couple times when a turkey's coming in. and You know, I'm like the bird comes over here and I'm facing this way and I'm like, here's, you know, I hear him coming up and right. I can't move and the excitement of that whole thing. Yeah, like you're still hunting something. It's a live creature and you're communicating, trying to figure that out. I mean, that's the similarity and chase. you're calling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like up here, it's the run and gun and, and move and locate, move, locate. You finally get one, then you got to play figure, out to play ball. That, I mean, there's some equations of like how we elk hunt. It's really similar in that step. I think um, one of my favorite
1: parts of the, the hunt this evening was that bird did exactly what he is supposed to do. He came, he came right to where the first sound happened. We backed up yep. about 10, 15 yards. Yep. So he came to where that, that closest sound was. He, he was expecting to see a hen. He pops up onto the, that little side road, looks around, struts, doesn't see a hen, and immediately bails. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference between, like, That's a mountain bird. I mean, that's, a, that's a mountain bird. I mean, he, it, oh, he shows yeah. up. He's like, where's she nope. at? Okay, she's supposed to be here. She's I'm not. exposed. I am gone. Really? Whereas yeah. on private land, they're like, well, well, we'll stick, around, yeah, for we'll stick around for a while. Yeah. I mean, he went from, like, I'm here to party to we are getting out 100%. of here." 100%. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I probably would have never shot that bird. <laughs> it was pretty impressive.
3: <laughs> yeah. Roll that bird. Rolled, flipped. It was, uh, yeah, the video is awesome.
0: The, the cool part about it tonight, though, is we're sitting around a campfire under the stars and moon. And not only did we kill a gobbler, you guys saw a bear. Yeah. And you got a phone call from your son. Yeah. Pretty special moment. It was awesome. It was
3: awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Troy and I went out bear hunting this evening, and and it's just been the bear hunting so far. I mean, we've seen some bears, and uh, but we've seen a lot of smaller bears. Well, it, it comes down to uh, trophies in the eye beholder, right? So. What what do you want to shoot? And, Troy, just kind of walk me through how that went tonight, if you would.
2: Just. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we found a bear. It was almost like, I thought it was pretty clutch. You know, we last kind of like yeah. last light, last spot. We found. Honestly, we we were really excited about the the area that we found the bear in because we had been looking for a spot like that all day. Cause you guys were just so
0: you went up to where we were trying to find that bird in we, this afternoon and then looked on Onyx and then like saw correct. that correct,
2: Well, it was it was super it was super similar to your guys' day where we were learning a lot from each other throughout the day. Where you know I, what I think is like a good bear spot compared to like you know Trent growing up on the coast and what he thinks of a good bear spot is is very different. And so, you know, I take him up to a spot, and he's like, yeah, this is really cool, but, like, you know, you're lacking this, and you're lacking that. And he's obviously way, way, way more experienced than me, and he's like, you know, they need this, and they need that. You know, wet bottoms, you know, nothing underneath it, so they feel secure. Road-wise, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, we start looking for that, and it was the last place, or essentially our last stand, if you will, if we're talking like turkey. It was, like, our last stand of the night, and it was... The epitome of a bear spot, like perfect. And we go down there and basically, okay, we're going to sit this out till dark. There was some deer and stuff in there. We saw an elk, and then there was like right before we were, right, we were getting ready to leave. And, yeah, uh, it was oh,
3: almost go time to where we we're going to go out and check the yeah. units on our way
0: out. Yeah,
2: and uh, decent bear. It was. Uh, what were you saying? It was uh, super. Hard the hard, to, uh, the
0: hardest bear you've ever judged. Yeah, is I would
2: say
3: it's so hard with bears, and because I mean, I'll just be just totally blatantly honest. I've been let down so many times.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both agreed. Oh, that that's a giant! Should...
3: Take him! Take him! Take yeah. him! Oh man, you get up to it and like ground shrinking. Wow,
2: really? That's what it? Wow. We both agreed you have to be super conservative on it. On the size of the bear because it's you, nine. Would you say nine times out of nine, it's nine smaller times smaller than you thought it was yeah, going to yeah, be. So, yeah. um, beautiful bear, beautiful coat, beautiful. Um, it, what we, we it was either a 150 pound bear or a 250 pound bear. Or it, it, 100, it, who knows? It
3: really scaled.
2: There's it, it a, a big on What it was
0: standing next to the judges? Yeah, and All which angle it was. Like if it was like pointed and at us it looked, downhill, it was like
2: it looked huge. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's yeah it name. did. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And then it gets sidehill, and it's like yeah, lankier legs, and
2: yeah, exactly.
3: There was some yeah at points. There was grizzly DNA, and then there was like,
0: <laughs> oh no,
3: hold on, hold on, back, back her down, back her down. was, like, Doverman venture, yeah, exactly. maybe you know? Yeah. I know, yeah, no, it was it was tough, man. It was it was tough, and it was it was you know. It was at the furthest reach that you could... I mean, the shot was totally doable. Yeah. Uh, practice for it. It was 420 yards. It was... Yeah. The gun's capable. Troy's capable. He's done it 100,000 times. But it was at the furthest reaches of... Where you To
0: pack it out. Oh,
3: it was bad. Man. It was terrible. So but, they
0: logged from that... From just across Canyon then? Yeah. So there yeah, wasn't yeah. anything over there? Yeah.
3: No, it was a... But, I mean, that's... Never stopped us before, yeah, I'm right? Saying, so it's, it's not like, the reason why. It's not the reason is, why. It, was, it just, was a factor, though. It was just Definitely. like it's right before dark, you know, and all those things play into the whole game of things. And it's like, okay, we've got 15 minutes till pitch black, and we shoot this bear. And you know how bears do? They don't just drop like a deer usually. They always run, and he was right on the edge of the reprod. So he runs in the, you know, all these things are going through your mind as you're, as you're chalking up, okay, percentage, you know, what, what do I, you know, do I wait? I've got a month left of season left, or Troy has a month left of season. Right. And, you know, it's like, okay, can I find a bigger bear and a better scenario? And a, you know, there's so many things that went into the whole, thing and and when you break it down it was really cool that i think after uh, you know you 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 lay all the cards on the table and then at the end of the whole at the end of the whole experience troy was just like man i feel really good about not shooting that bear
0: yeah that's what you said tonight when you got back to
3: camp
2: yeah i did i thought i was gonna i thought i was gonna hate myself for it like why didn't you shoot that bear and then i actually feel really awesome about it (laughs) yeah so at the end of the day i think that's what counts right 100%.
0: 100%. Totally. Yeah. And totally. And uh, well, and especially, and this goes into a different subject, but nowadays with social media, everything else, like a lot of people pull the trigger based on what to do it for everybody else instead of them at the moment or the experience. Yeah, sure. Like they're yeah. literally doing something to share a picture to tell other people about, look at this. Yeah. And I think.
2: You're thinking about after it rather than in the moment of what actually.
0: Yeah, or even in the moment they're thinking about
2: like, oh, what
0: the people that follow this, you know, whatever else. Like, I think there's, there's, there's a lost sense of like, what are you really out here for? What are you trying to do, accomplish, enjoy, be here in the moment, live in the moment and not. Anyways, sorry I didn't. No, go. and I think no, that, no, no I think that important swings important. right
3: into yeah. you know we're we're a content production company, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean Troy, he, you know, we need con. That's what we. That's what feeds our families is content. That's Let's exactly, just break
2: it down. That's exactly what fed into last year with my bear. Yeah, I like. I'll be completely honest. I felt very like not pressured from anybody, but right. I I pressured myself to you know to push my outer limits because it was like, why did we come here? You know, why did we do this? Right. We need, we need this, you know? And then it's at the end of the day, like it needs to, you need to feel good about it regardless. So, Well,
3: and what was so cool about it is we got, you know, we've got the phone scope and we've got the video of it and everything. And, and it, it, We've got the content, right? So it's all, it's all about you as far as do I want, do, right, yeah. do I want this bear? Or do I want to, you know, hunt on? Right. So
2: yeah, and we got 30 more days. We do and have just, 30 more days and it's just getting good. And we're the moving.
3: cool thing, and Cody touched on it just a little bit ago, but the cool thing is, is we're a tag. We're, we're one tag shy. Yeah. Cause Steve oh, yeah. had a tag. Well, uh, um, anyway, so. Long story short, Steve has, um, he, he, Steve's a bear guru. He's, he's always hunting bears. And, um, anyway, so he, Wyatt has, we've, he's went out with us. My son, Wyatt, uh, a couple different times already this spring. And, and Steve said, if, if Wyatt's here, he can shoot my bear. he doesn't, Steve's killed a bunch of bears. And through the
0: youth mentor program, yeah. Through the
3: mentor, mentor program through Oregon. And so anyway, so. Tonight, we got the call tonight as we're looking at this, right when yeah, we found that bear, bear. Right when we're looking at this bear. And I get a call from Wyatt and I'm like, I couldn't answer it. And cause we're trying to, trying to judge if we're going to shoot this bear, right? And we were just in a spot where there's hardly any cell phone reception around here. And we actually got cell phone reception anyways. And then the next thing that I see, it vibrated in my pocket. I, I, and he said, I just, Wyatt said, I just shot a bear. So super jacked as a as a dad it was awesome and and the fact that we were on a bear at the same time was even cooler. Super special. Oh it was so awesome. It was so awesome. Well, it turns out he shot a bigger bear I think maybe Bigger than anybody in Borderlands <laughs> <in laughs> outdoors. <country. laughs>
2: uh,
3: I haven't seen a picture yet. I have no idea. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's still pretty fresh. Uh, just a, a couple hours ago. So, and a service wasn't good enough to, but to, to, send pictures or nothing, but I guess it's a giant. I guess yeah, it's a so monster. Cool. So it's awesome. So his uncle Trevor was there. And, um, anyway, and so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And even though I wish I could be there, I think it's important to, you know let other people take your kids out too if you if you have a chance um just those different experiences and and different people that they get you know accompanied to as far as that goes is, I think it's I think it's important in no, kids I, I, I think it's important in kids' lives too so absolutely even though I'd love to be there um didn't happen that way and I I am super jacked about it so that was a pretty special night for I think all of us. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, yep.
0: when you guys roll back to the camp, you're like
3: four bullet points. Four bullet points. <laughs> <laughs> saw an elk. Saw a <laughs> Saw an elk. Saw a bear. Got a turkey to gobble. Oh, got a turkey to gobble. Oh yeah, five. And Wyatt killed the bear. <laughs> and Wyatt killed the big bear. Yeah, it was it was a pretty banner night. And then you guys slow played the whole, Oh yeah, just sitting around the fire. Don't have much to go on. Yeah, no, because you killed them. <laughs> we heard one gobble. We heard one gobble. Yeah. We lie.
0: Heard one gobble. Anyway, just that. waiting for Troy to drop his tailgate down. Uh, oh, yeah. You put the bird. <laughs> in <there>. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so no, I, it all in all, it's a Banner Night, um,
0: man. This is a neat place. It's, it's a it's, it's a, a really it's really a cool, cool place. place. It's a cool time of year. I mean, no. In normal years, right, it's like the cabin fever's already set in, you know, and this is the time you can come up, camp, I mean, fish, do what, like, you know, there's just so much activity to do, to mm-hmm. enjoy. It's green, it's pretty, it's, you don't, like, most elk, time. yeah, I mean, this time of year, or, or, sorry, this country, normally, like, in the fall, it looks totally different, yep. and now yeah. everything's, like, coming to life, and, and you get to see all this stuff that you just don't normally see if you only go out in the fall. And spring season is definitely one for me that I really enjoy. The I'd say the pressure's lower. It's longer seasons, and you know, I mean, the weather's good, and it's just it's the time to just get out there, stretch legs, and uh, go enjoy it. We're not too far off of you know calves fawns yeah getting born yeah. and
3: stuff and what and just seeing that kind of stuff it's just nice. uh, to, it's so it's so neat and i think as a outdoorsman and and a hunter it's important to see those things i think to see where things kind of start and and go through the whole progression of 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 the hunting it just man it's so 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 special so
2: spring's truly like the beginning cycle of like what is the outdoors like? You're saying with the birds and stuff, and I think 100%. it's like the perfect time for us to like try to get out of what's going on right now and just, be outside. Yeah, dude, springtime like of everything, right?
0: Just the songbirds alone and everything yeah. chirping. I love it. Yeah, like yeah, just sitting there, even in between yelps or whatever, and just hearing all the birds and everything going off. It is. It's haven't heard cool. a
1: bugle though since we've been here, Eric. I might need to change that tomorrow. We're gonna try we'll looking with a bugle.
3: I think it's a great idea.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> no, I, I told <laughs> him, like, that. That, that could be our signature touch on turkey <laughs> hunting is go. bringing the elk bugle there to a go. locator.
1: like
0: it. I Shot like gobble. It.
3: Just a bark. How about just yeah. a bark? Just <laughs> a bark. No.
0: Bark.
2: spur road shuffle. Oh, spur, okay, let's pump the brakes. I'm trademarking oh,
3: it. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's the full strut. Uh, uh, I, I know, like know you are.
0: Eh, eh. Spur road shuffle is pretty good. We'll work on it. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. <laughs> so you started turkey hunting before elk hunting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever, like, I mean, this is obviously the talks about question mm-hmm. of, and and I know, like, a lot of our Eastern viewers say, man, this is, it's what we correlate to because we would imagine elk hunting would be like mm-hmm. this. Did Did you ever think when you started elk hunting that that's what, you know, the correlation turkey hunting to bell cunning was oh, I definitely did yeah i definitely
1: saw the correlation pretty quickly yeah especially with, with the way you call and what you're trying to get the you know it'd it be a bull or right. a tom to do yeah no it's absolutely absolutely there's definitely different nuances to each one but you're right and, and yep. goal you're trying to do the same thing yeah you're trying to get that tom or that bull to come and, and check you out so
0: yeah No, I've, I I don't know, I I would say this year though, like Trent said, I've I've grown up turkey hunting, I've shot a lot of birds, gun, bow, whatever, but it's always been private land, you know, maybe 60 acre piece or something like that. There's just, I've never had big tracts of land, so hunting turkeys in this setting is, I think that's what also like sparks the whole Mm -hmm. elk, you know, correlation, but. I said elk again, sorry.
3: That's... Uh, that's emotion. Number, that's number three. The emotion. That's, that's number three. And with that... One,
1: p- one big difference is the you know, packing out a turkey. You, <laughs> need, you can just put it in the back of your bag. <laughs> pretty, pretty I was noticing off. that. That's what I
3: was trying to get, because I've never been around dead turkeys very often at all. And <laughs> what, what is that?
1: Twenty pounds.
3: Twenty pounds. Yeah. Okay. Twenty pounds.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm pretty pretty average. We'll size. quarter
3: that up. We're gonna make a game bag yeah, actually. I'll carry exactly. <laughs> exactly. okay, my quarter. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna make a special game bag That's for that. A big yeah. Oh man, this is awesome. This is awesome. Um, guys,
0: what do you think? Close it out. I know it's uh, past ten o'clock or. What is it? Almost 11? Canvas cutter, calling my is name. Is really? Yeah, it's 11 o'clock. Really? Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, alarm's going off at about 4.45 again. Okay, we need to talk about that.
3: <laughs> we need to talk about that.
0: Is there some kind of a turkey swing shift? Is there some kind of...
3: There can be. Yeah. I, I think that's very important.
2: Uh, no,
3: We're, we're, we're going to get up tomorrow and we got to kill a couple more. Absolutely. Got to kill a couple more. So... Eric, you going to show us some
0: more tricks?
1: I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling tomorrow. Are you? I'm not packing a gun. I'm just calling.
0: No, that's the first thing he's like, you know what's going to happen tomorrow? I'm caller and I'm so jacked yeah, about it. Really? I love <laughs> yeah. It. Oh, yeah. All right. It'll be fun. All right. Two shooters set up. I'll be
3: filming. Yep. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this uh, podcast. And, um, Leave a comment. Cody, isn't
0: that how they do it? No, no comments. They don't leave any comments. Isn't that a recommendation or something? A review.
3: A review. See, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. That's very important. Leave a view below. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to this one. uh, We're going to keep these coming at you, so get ready for some awesome audio experiences.
0: Talk to you guys later. Thanks, guys. Guys, if you ever want to help us out support us, just jump on the website we got hats t-shirts elk calls anything like that we just greatly appreciate it 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 means the world that uh helps us make content for you guys right now we're doing a with this covid-19 and everything craziness going on there's a bunch of kids in this world that aren't getting lunches cause they're only, they only get school lunches so, uh, right now we're donating 10% of our sales to No Kid Hungry to give back so, if you guys pick something up uh, we'll be giving 10% to that charity to help get food in people's mouths, so yeah sad times, so I will say this is a bit of a recharge being out here, being unplugged from the news and soaking up what, uh God created for us, so pretty awesome to spend it with some great dudes.